Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to ignite the growth of your agency. What your opinion is on helping them to sell their house more effectively. For every post they do, they get a pound. In fact, that ranks higher than the Google duplicate content. The create engagement without trying to sell anything. The formula is called Blast, and there's a very good reason why it's called Blast. Here are your hosts, Sam and Phil. Hey, it's Sam and Phil back again, and today we're on a bit of a solo episode. Well, duo, <laughs> Phil and me. <laughs> so it's not us. We're not so. as one. We haven't got a yet. Guest. No, we're not one person, two heads either. We are two separate entities with different opinions very often. But today we're here to talk to you about a very special social media formula that we think that you'll really enjoy learning about so that you can apply it to your own social media efforts. So, what we'll do for this episode is because Sam knows this best and her baby's social media is, I will interview. You, Sam, I'll let Sam do the majority of the talking like she likes to do. <laughs> and also have literally just done a full day on Blast teaching our amazing Firewave members all about how to up their game on social media. So it's fresh in my mind. So if you are a member listening to this, go to that <laughs> record of the day rather yes, than uh, this, this. <laughs> this little snippet. So we'll start with why is a formula important? Great question, Phil. Thank you. Thank you. It's written on the board in front of me. (laughs) The reason it's important is for two reasons. One is to guide you and two is to guide your staff because you shouldn't be doing all this on your own. And if you are just on your own, then one day I'm sure you have dreams of having an empire with lots of little minions running around and those little minions need to be able to adopt some kind of strategy, policy, formula, whatever you want to call it to make sure that your social media looks like you'd want it to look. So many times agents say to us, oh, I'd never dare let my team get their hands on our Facebook page because disaster could ensue. But actually, if you get the formula right, then you and your team will all know what you're supposed to be doing and you're going to be posting the right things. You said that we often get told that people don't like their team using their social media. Who should use their social media? Well, I think everybody that's in your team should be able to post on social media. After all, they're all allowed to answer the phone. They're all allowed to deal with clients. So why aren't they allowed to post on your social media? It's a message by a different format, that's all. And how the opposite challenge to that is, what if they don't want to post on social media? What if your team is full of dinosaurs that don't have social media? Mm, can I say sacky dinosaurs? You can say it. Kill your darlings, as Hemingway would have said. I would say that everybody's got the, I mean, I'm a bit of a dinosaur. Well, you're old, I wouldn't say you're a dinosaur. <laughs> Definitely not a social media dinosaur, but I'm definitely old. Not everybody loves Facebook, we get that. Most people, I would say, these days that are in business anyway, or that work for business, do understand the importance of social media and they might have a favourite social media platform. So, for example, in our team, and we've got quite a large team, we're looking to have 18, lucky slash (laughs) challenge. Depends what day you ask us. (laughs) That's a different episode. That is definitely a different episode. And I would say that they all have their own favourite social media platform. So Edward particularly likes Instagram and Hannah and Tilly both like TikTok. Mine's probably LinkedIn. Actually, no, I really do like Facebook. It's kind of my home base. Everybody's kind of got a home base. If your home base isn't Facebook or Instagram, that's when you think you'll find this a challenge because those are the two primary platforms, really. But this social media strategy of Blast or Formula will work on any platform even oh. tinder i'm not sure about tinder maybe we should go and try it now behind the scenes would be a bit iffy wouldn't it <laughs> how i really look <laughs> take off all the insta versus reality yeah that's what it is and um, so we'll jump straight into it so i don't know if you said it yet but the formula is called blast and there's a very good reason why it's called blast and the reason being is that each little part of the formula spells out blast that's right so we'll start with b so it's a mnemonic to help you remember it a what a mnemonic to say it one more time mnemonic Mnemonic. It's like a mnemonic. That, that song, um, is it the Muppets did? <laughs> 
na 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 yeah. that one. They've already covered that song if you want me to put it into this section now. Yeah. I won't do that. I don't, I don't know why they covered it. No money. No. Right. Anyway, so we'll start it, with... Um, it's a handy strategy, a handy formula so you can remember it. You can put it on the wall, you can stick it in the staff room, you can put it on the microwave, wherever you need to put it to help you remember what it is. So it stands for, well, the B stands for behind the scenes. In fact, let's run through them all first. Okay. Can you remember them all? Of course I can. Can you remember them all? L is local. Local. Spotlight. Spotlight. It's like my teacher. The, the look she gave me then, if only you could see it. <laughs> Some of you can, because you're on video. Yeah. A is a day in the life. The S is a showcase of a property. And T is tips and advice. Do I pass? You pass. Well done. And that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> so let's just go through them all a bit of time so you can understand how you can actually apply these. So behind the scenes and a day in the life are the two most important ones. A day in the life, I would say, that most people struggle with. But let's start with behind the scenes. So this is everything that you do in your job as an estate agent, but the public don't normally get to see. So we are lucky enough to live in the beautiful Lake District. If Phil and I go out on a valuation, then it stands to reason that we're either going to encounter something unusual like sheep in the road, or we might have to drive over a mountain pass, or we might have to get the ferry. And on one memorable occasion, two years ago, we encountered the tourist bus, which is the open top scenic route bus, with a load of tree surgeons in the top chopping down trees right by the lake. The tourists weren't in it at the time, just to be clear. They weren't even underneath, were they waiting? No, unfortunately not. (laughs) It would be requisitioned. So we actually got a quick video of that, and that was our behind the scenes. But the behind the scenes for the team can be a bit different, can't they? Can you give them some ideas about those kind of behind the scenes? Yeah, so when the team on a photo shoot, when we're on a twilight shoot, so I was on a twilight shoot the other evening, proved that I do sometimes do them. A half turn at night, and I went live just to show, A, that we're there and showing up at half turn at night so people can see the process. And B, I was stood behind the camera to show a glimpse of the property that's come to market. So it could be a showcase of the property as well, the same video. But something I could talk about is when you do a video, how important is it it's live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we do that at the end, actually? You'll no, have to put, be put on the whiteboard or I'll forget. <laughs> I'll remember, don't worry. Okay, because obviously you've got three different ways you can post on social media. One is words, two is images, and three is video. And video is always our go-to if we possibly can do with images second and we never just put just words on. But just to counter that slightly the copy that you put on with the video is as important and we don't do this well enough that if you're going to put a video on really there should be a large two or three paragraphs with good quality sales copy and if you marry those two together that's how you get the best results and it's something we don't we don't do well enough because once we've done a live video for three or four minutes we kind of put the phone away and that's it yeah, we just go, oh, Whereas, call it this, life from Twilight Shoot, and we leave yeah. it that. Whereas captions do require a little bit of thought. Yeah. I have another strategy for that, but we'll talk about that in another video. Video? Another video slash podcast. Do you think one day, especially I'm thinking Teslas, we will be able to do this, people will be able to listen to this podcast, but we'll, our faces will be on video? Yeah, I think so. And also I think you should be able to podcast live. We'd well. be quite distracting. Well, that's why the Teslas drive themselves. So another mm. behind the scenes you could do from the office, or your team might find it a bit easy to do, is unboxing a brochure. Then they're not directly on the camera so they might feel a bit more comfortable with that or they might have just been given a I don't know a bottle of bubbly to say thank you to my client that's a nice easy one to do there are hundreds of things you can do but yeah. the, the important thing is you need to get into the habit of doing it and you need to get your team into the habit of doing it mm-hmm. Sam and I are quite naturally just getting our phones out and taking a picture now the team not so much and mm-hmm. we had to put something in place to make sure that the team did get into a habit of, of doing it what was that that you put in place Phil? well we thought what's one thing that they love <laughs> is shiny pound coins so for every post they do they get a pound so pure bribery two pounds for is. a video one pound for a post and we tot it all up at the end of the month and Maria normally gets two pound and Hannah last month got 34 34 pound yeah so for me if it hits around 40 pounds I'll stop it <laughs> 
that, that's when it becomes... I think just keep going with it. I think it's yeah. great. Okay, so let's go to L, which is local spotlight. And the reason that we've had the word spotlight and not just local, which Phil's remembering the, the predecessor of it, is because some agents or some of our members were thinking that every photograph they take is local, because obviously it is, because you're not normally... You are local. Vicinity. Yeah, exactly. And your local vicinity. So it doesn't mean a view doesn't mean the look out, you know, the, the view out your window. It means putting the spotlight of your attention on the post on something that is local, that is not you. So it's usually a person or it's an event or it's a business or preferably all three. And by doing that, what you're doing is you're spotlighting and showcasing something local that's important to that person to make them feel great, to add an affiliation and an advocacy that you're trying to achieve with your local community. And at the same time, show something that it is in your local area that's important. So it could be like, we did a country show, didn't we, a couple of years ago? We did. And we were just eating ice creams and showing... I was eating ice cream. I was eating ice cream. And show the fun background and the fact that the kids were there. And we said, so get yourself down to the show as if we were mm. promoing the show. And I think that's important. Just the same as if your local BBC, you know, crew turned up and that's what they would do. They would put the, they're not talking about the BBC, they're talking about this show and the organisers and what a great day it is. And what you're doing there is you're creating advocacy from your local businesses. You're expanding your sphere of influence, which everything you do really, that, that's what it's about. We talk about planting seeds in lead generation and this is just another way of planting a seed and building your rapport with in an area that you haven't previously. So if you follow our Facebook, you may have seen at Christmas time we do 12 days of Christmas. This is nothing to do with us giving people free gifts, although it's quite nice to reward certain people if they do win. What it does is it builds an affiliation with that business and builds our sphere of influence. And quite often throughout the next 12 months, we will get a evaluation or a some kind of opportunity yeah, through one of those businesses. Mm, just literally a conversation that then leads on to things. And it, it wouldn't fit for them if they had a nice house or well, if, they, if they had any house to then sell through a different agent after affiliating themselves with us. Although, actually, your friend did do that, didn't she? She did do that, yeah. But she already had a stronger affiliation with a different agency and I was not able to break that to rapport that she already had. They got in there before me. She's not really a friend. Not anymore. <laughs> Let's go to A, Day in the Life. This is the one that I think most agents have trouble with. Why do you think that is? Well, I'm not sure they have trouble with it. They have trouble understanding the difference between behind the scenes mm. and the day in the life mm. and gaming. So, and really, it doesn't matter. As long as you're posting a lot of these type of posts, it doesn't really matter in which section you place it. But for example, a day in the life is something that you would do before or after work that isn't actually necessary to do with work, but it's still something that's interesting to your audience. And I promise you that even if you think something isn't interesting, it will interest some people. And those people who are already your kind of your biggest advocates the ones that go and shout at you, your referrers, they love to see this stuff. And then they will encourage other people to go and see it. So it could be, well, for us, it's easy for me to do it like when I'm down at the lake or I'm up on a mountain. So we're lucky enough to have some beautiful scenery here to guide our day in the life. But there's actually lots of things that you can do on a day in the life. And anything that you do that's outside of work could be deemed a day in the life. And what you're doing is you're building a personal brand. You're saying, so it's not, you know, you and your mates down the pub getting drunk. <laughs> it's not that it's not we don't need to know literally a day in the life and we also don't need to know what you have for breakfast but a day in the life could be you've gone to a local restaurant with the team or even you know just you and your wife you and your husband you've gone to a local restaurant and you want to shout about how great the restaurant was or is do that on your facebook page don't do it you know your personal facebook page where it's not giving you any advocacy do it where you're going to earn some credit and then that blows into the local spotlight anyway 
So don't overthink it. Just everything you see, think, is this content? Could it be content? It could be a, you know, a picture of a cute cow, <laughs> or it could be a picture of something funny, like somebody carrying something big on a bike. Could be just big on a bike. Big on a bike, yeah. And if you're thinking, oh, this sounds like a lot of work, then one way to do it is to get in the habit of taking pictures and take 20 or 30 pictures a week. And then on a Sunday morning, when everything's quiet, not that it is in my house, but hopefully it is in your house, just sit. And we have on the Firewave app, there's a, a section where you can import your own photographs and then just pick a time throughout the week for that to be posted. And then the Firewave app will post it for you. Mm-hmm. So really, it'll take 20, 30 minutes on a Sunday morning or whichever morning you choose. And then you can sit back and know that these posts will be sent out without you doing any more work. So don't just think it needs to be constant, mm-hmm. getting your phone out, taking a picture, posting it, ignoring your spouse or your kids. That might seem like a good idea. But that's a good way of doing it. And there are other sites you can use if you're not yet a member of Firewave. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So think about your phone as a library of content. It's not a phone anymore. It is your your library you're going to create of content you can put out anytime you want. If you take a really nice sunset and then you forget to post it for a few days or even a few weeks, use it for next year. You know, don't think you have to use it there and then. If the lake is frozen one morning, then I'll photograph that and I might then keep that in my little library and bring it out again the following year. So you don't have to post instantly, as Phil says. You can think about it and you've got time then to plan when you want that to content to go out when it's more appropriate yeah and the the good thing about a day in the life post is that they create engagement without trying to sell anything so for example i haven't posted it yet but yesterday me my wife and two kids went to the lake and molly paddleboarded now if you haven't tried paddleboarding it looks easy it's impossible it's literally impossible people with strong core well i do you want to see my core i work on it daily thank you i think it's for women a lot easier because they're lighter that's where i'm going so when i stand on it it shakes like mad it feels like you're in the middle of the bay of biscay it is impossible (laughs) it tips you in well yeah don't follow i just dropped my knees very quickly unless my wife's on it then i do purposely tip it (laughs) but the point is that posting something around that argument of here's a picture of my wife on the paddle board making it look easy it's really not it gets engagement facebook all of a sudden thinks people like this page and therefore the next post you put that is a showcase of a house or is a behind the scenes gives it more reach and those people that have previously commented about paddleboarding all of a sudden learn about what you do behind the scenes and that's how it spreads people by people it's a cliche but it's a cliche because it's true and when we go and see somebody they want to know who we are. And if they do follow our page, quite often that is the beginning of a conversation. Because if they go paddleboarding and we go paddleboarding, there's a conversation to be had. And the worst thing is when you walk into somebody's house and you have literally zero in common with them. So this is, gives you a massive helping hand. It gives you a step up. It means when you, when you say hello at the door, if they've looked at your page at all, they probably feel like they know you. And people do stop us, don't they? And kind of they feel hmm. like they know us because... Are you the guy that can't paddleboard? That's me. <laughs> I've not seen you paddleboard. Oh, yeah, I have in Vancouver. in Vancouver. I've not seen them on Windermere. Not yet. Well, because they're always out. We bought them for the team, didn't we? Let's, let's carry on to... So that's a day in the life. We've kind of pushed that a little bit. But when we do a tally of all the agents that we teach and train to see what of blast that they're focusing on most often, a day in life is right at the bottom. And yet it's probably the most of interest or of the most interest to the greater section of the audience. And the non-selling the house right now audience, which is a really mm. important audience... Yeah. So let's go on it's, just, it's, it's just an interesting post, isn't it? It's what actually people go on Facebook for. It's what people go on Facebook for. That's exactly right. Thank you for You're confirming my comment. Yeah, I'm just owning it now. Thank you. Showcase the property. What's that? That is your favourite. 
I'm sure you're thinking this isn't where I come in. Showcase of a property is literally that. It's a showcase, a small showcase of a property. It's not a listing, which is really important. It's not an advert. The industry loves to go on about Rightmove and how Rightmove is this big monster and it's creating a monopoly in the industry and they have all your data and they can control everything. And then the off what agents do is go, I'm going to post it on Facebook as if Facebook isn't this huge monster that can take all of your data and is doing and all of a sudden could launch a place where they sell houses which has a much larger audience than right move face move a much face move just thought of it it's terrible I should quick get the URL face move does your face move yeah it's animated hmm. I can't remember what I was talking about <laughs> you're talking about it not being an advert it, don't give it to right move don't, yeah Facebook yeah. is this monster don't that, create a right move from Facebook really yeah it seems crazy to me that people think post on Facebook is an actual alternative to right move as if Facebook won't take this data and turn it into something I'm not saying don't post on Facebook but there's no need to to give them everything give all the pictures the price and put it on marketplace like on the market do for you when we run on the market usually on the market the portal we took ads off Facebook because we were getting negative feedback from it from our clients actually they were saying I don't want it to be on Facebook yeah and I think that people don't realize what a massive site right move is and they think that that's private advertising but the other, the other thing to remember and this is really important if you're a sales agent is who's trying to attract to your Facebook page you want buyers or sellers now you might argue that a buyer is a seller and vice versa but not always and sellers don't want to see buying content but buyers aren't bothered about seeing selling content because they probably are selling but you don't want to be trying to attract people through properties that are irrelevant to them you're much better off attracting them through something like Phil falling off a paddleboard that they can enjoy and then they have a good feeling about following your page on so that when they eventually come to sell they will notice things like the twilight shoot they will notice the sneak peeks that we put on of a property because what we're really doing when we're showcasing a property is we're really showcasing Ashdown Jones we're just doing it in disguise mm. it's selling without selling it's selling under the radar yeah you need to think about how making posts relevant to everyone that follow you and if you think about a listing is irrelevant to the majority until it's relevant when they come to buying but you need to find a way to make your post relevant to as many people as possible that follow you mm -hmm. that's how you get engagement and so you get comments and we know that every now and again you'll post a property a full property listing on your website and it will get comments and tags and, and likes etc on your Facebook page and will do well we know that but it's not a habit you want to get into and it's also really get your attention for the wrong reasons from the wrong people you don't want that kind of attention particularly not if you do lettings because it's very easy to put your latest let on there and bypass the portals altogether and think that well I've managed to shortcut that process and I've just put it on Facebook and it's already left. But at the expense of what? At the expense of those lovely vendors and high-level landlords that don't want to see your crappy flat above the chippy. And once you've got those tenants, those would-be tenants on your page, you'll never get them off. So attract vendors, the highest quality vendors, because they are your most profitable audience. And I'd like to think that from the three and a half thousand likes we have on our Facebook page, and we pull regularly, so we don't have any industry suppliers or estate agents liking our page, we make sure we get rid of them all. So almost all of those are local relevant likes, and I'd rather have that than 20,000 people who are not relevant to me, including tenants. And I'm only going to do that by posting content that I know that our vendors will love. Yeah, you'll know if you've got the right audience, because if you put something on around home ownership or any tax breaks for people with second homes, yeah. anything around that and your comments are aggressively negative you've probably got the wrong type of audience on there <laughs> 
if you feel like you've started your page wrong because you've been predominantly letting say move into sales start a sales page and start with a clean slate which moves us on to t tips and advice because this is where really you've got to hone in on the right market because your tips and advice is all about how you would teach somebody to sell the house more effectively and in doing so you're proving that you can do that so tips and advice is exactly what we give to all of our amazing firewave members so in order to explain what is needed do you want to explain through exactly what we give to them and that should give a good example of yeah what's necessary well, what we do is we take a theme every month and the theme this month is six simple steps to prepare your home for viewings and, and that's june that's june 2021 yeah. depending on when you listen to this if you listen to this in 2030 things might have changed a little bit we have a theme every single month and that means that for a month we just talk about that particular theme and it makes it really really simple to make sure that you know what the theme is for the month and therefore all your content can hook on that theme so the theme for the month is say six simple steps to prepare your home for viewings and because of that then we can do live video where we talk about that. We give our five members a live video script so they can talk about that. We give them a thousand word plus blog. We give them images for so all just, their socials. Just stick on the blog. So the thousand word blog post will go on the website. Yeah. What's that? How is that relevant to social media? Well, what you're trying to do with social media is attract people to go to your website. That is its primary purpose. If they're not going to contact you directly through Facebook or when they phone you, they could say, I've seen you on Facebook. What you the next best thing really is to contact you through your website, isn't it? And what you're trying to do is get people off sort of landscape that you don't own, which is Facebook, and onto a landscape that you do own, which is your website. At the moment, Mark Zuckerberg owns all your audience and it can take that away from you or he can take it away from you any moment. Whereas on your website, anybody that you create a lead from on your website from a visitor to a lead then is your audience and then you secure the knowledge that it's you so from the tips and advice posts on facebook how do you get into your website so easy enough you have a cta and we like to say cta don't we well you tell me off saying cta what does it stand for the call to action is oh, what she should have said it's calling someone to action it's <laughs> it's asking someone to do something it's making the next step really really simple for them and really easy to do and a bit of a no-brainer to do so they can't not do it so in other words when you see the caption on Facebook and it says did you know there are only six simple steps to prepare your home for viewings if you'd like to know what they are click on this link you feel obliged to go to or compelled rather to go and have a look at that because you want to learn what those six simple steps are but only if you're selling or thinking of selling and that's where the audience definition and targeting comes in so we also give you as well as the thousand word blog post as a five-wave member which is incredibly in-depth and it's really well ranked on Google we also give you a mini post, which is something you can put on Facebook just in its entirety. It's about 300 words. And then that sends people back to the website. A myriad of different images and graphics. There's probably about 10, 15 graphics every single month, including things like your LinkedIn header, things you might not have even thought of, and instructions about how to publish the entire article on LinkedIn. And this all creates an audience of people who are genuinely interested in knowing what your opinion is on helping them to sell their house more effectively. Okay, so how many pieces of content would you say is month? Oh, probably about 23, I would say. It's a very specific number. And if every, it's how many clients you've got at the moment, about 80 clients at the moment, everyone has the same blog post. Mm -hmm. I know that we're moving on to SEO here, but is that, how does Google find that? Does it punish you for having the same blog post as a, another agent? Yeah, it cracks the whip and says, right, I will not show your blog post ever no it doesn't there's something called the google duplicate content myth in fact that ranks higher than the google duplicate content if you go and look at it you'll can you can find out much more about it but in simple terms no it doesn't matter google tends to rank local content anyway above national content and therefore if somebody's looking for steps to help sell their house and they're in Devon and you're in Devon, you're more likely to appear in the Google ranking search results than we are, which is great for you. Good. I just thought that was a that was something that you could think about from what you're explaining. So that is blast. 
Yeah, so behind the scenes, local spotlight, a day in the life, showcase of a property, and tips and advice. Really, really simple little formula that you can go away, share with your team. As long as they're sharing from blast and they're not swearing or being negative, then actually that is a positive post. We don't even check them. We don't, no. And, and we should probably spell check them every now and again. Just an important thing to point out that our, all our team, and if you go on our page, you will see, will sign off each post with their name. That is A, to make sure they get their pound, but B, it shows that it's not just us that post because at the beginning, no matter if I was doing the video or whoever was doing the post, people would respond to Sam because a lot of Sam's friends were on there. So they say, great picture, Sam, and there's a picture of me. My friends got better houses. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to argue it, but yeah. found this helpful you know we've got lots of other content around blast as well if you want to delve into it more beyond the podcast and of course we're always happy to have a chat with you about the social media and give you kind of a rating or ranking against blast but it's very easy to do yourself just write blast down the side of the page go on and look at your last 10 15 posts and then just tally them and see how you score because until you're pretty much even or weighted slightly on the B and the A, then you're not doing as well as you could be doing. So from a very easy formula, you can really up your game on social media and beat the competition. Which is what it's all about. And there's going to be a promo for a free gift in about 24 seconds. And there's a lot about Blast in there and some examples mm -hmm. that you can use. So jump onto that site and download your free gift. It is totally free. I think we swap you for your name. It's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, so it pretty much is free, really. Mm. Gives your name, we'll give you the gift. Enjoy. We've created a super special free Firewave gift packed full of marketing goodies just for our podcast listeners. You can get yours by going to www.fire-wave.co.uk slash free gift and following the simple instructions. That's www.fire-wave.co.uk slash free gift.